Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, you lovely lot, and welcome to Football Manager Therapy. I'm Matt Richards, and on this week's episode... I wanna pick, 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 pick you for your headers and goals, and I wanna move from the picks down to down to, to the squad, and I wanna ah ah, I'll make it so good you don't wanna leave, but I gotta no 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 no. What's your fantasy team? Joining me as always is the athletic subscription to my unathletic and in need of a prescription. It's Tony Jameson. They are back. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Intros are back, baby. Get the, get the air horns going on. Um, yeah, amazing. I, 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 I'm, I'm very, very excited, mate. I'm very excited. I know you've, you've just dropped the, the recent intro, um, compilation, I suppose, maybe? Yes, it is. Yeah. Exactly what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now that's what I call intros is what we should have really called it. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very excited, mate. Very, very excited. So happy to hear those back. How are you? Are you well? I am, but then I was just like, the problem was, I was like, obviously we, we, we released the compilation, and I was like, oh, that's a really cool thing to do. And then I was like, oh, I did have a lot of fun doing those. And then, and then after I'd finished editing, I was like, oh, but they're so hard to come up with every week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? As always, rather you than me, because um, you know, you, you, you got, you got the flavour, man, and. uh yeah, you pulled you pulled it around. It's it's yeah, it's superb. It's a beautiful thing to behold. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, we shall see. We shall see how long it lasts before I, I knock it on the head again because I have other things to focus on, like planning an episode. <laughs> right. Well, this week's episode, we've got a few things that we are going to cover. We're saving the best to last as we get an update on Peterborough United and what Tony's been up to. We're also going to talk about uh, a really cool fantasy database that's dropped this week um, and dive into that. But we're going to start off by talking about our monthly Discord challenge. So let's find out how long Rome took to build in the Season 5 Tony Jameson Discord challenge. Yes, yes, yes. Do you remember last week, Tony, when I was so full of hope and enthusiasm and excitement and and how much I, I was loving, just loving that challenge? Do you know how long it took? It was great. It was great. We, we, were, on, we were all on board with it. We were having such a lovely time, weren't we? Do you know how long that lasted? Well, probably about the same amount of times it did for me, to be honest. How long? Go on. Not even a day, I would say. Not even a day. It just, <laughs> it just went, oh, it went bad. It went bad. <laughs> It did not go well. Did it? Did it go south at the same time mine did? Because I remember, like, I left mine for a few days afterwards, and uh, and I, I remember texting you just going, "This this challenge can go fuck itself." Like, I'm yeah, just, I'm, I'm yeah. Over it. <laughs> I was I was definitely I was definitely out before before you were out, but I think in terms of like the timing of of the save, as in like what the round about the same time frame. Yeah, man, it was just. It was just that 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 January transfer window. Everyone oh, just is the worst. Everyone just wanted to leave, and mm-hmm. it was just horrible because 
again, like, you know, we mentioned it last week, you're saying that we obviously had the um, transfer restriction of, of you can only sign from former Jose Mourinho teams, which sounds really good, but there was just nobody available of any quality. And it was just, oh, I just tried to fight it. And it just got to a point where I just knew I wasn't going to win it anyway. And I was just like, nah, I'm out. I'm out. I was just, I just gave up. I can't, I can't, be- I can't believe you tapped, man. I can't believe you tapped. That was like... I was hoping you'd at least like sort of try and slog on. No, as, why? As far as I did because I've got a life, Tony. I've got I've got better things to be doing with myself than just torturing myself. Jeez, I mean, I I, I clearly I clearly don't. I clearly this was 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 like this for me was how everyone felt with Wickham, and I remember texting yeah, yeah, you, yeah. "This is an expensive Wickham." Like <laughs> I was just getting no momentum. Like every match was like at least two injuries. Um, I mean, shout out to, to Rich Owens who described uh, Spinozola as having legs like biscuits. I mean, it just <laughs> summed it up perfectly, man. Like, every player was just getting, like, knocks and knocks and knocks and, like... Couldn't play for, like, two games back-to-back. It's like, you just had to rotate every single bloody game. Edin Dzeko, Edin Dzeko was just held together with just... Gaffer tape. Like a couple of paper clips were holding, uh, were holding Zaniolo up when he returned. Just like, just, <laughs> right. Let's just see him like, like putting paper clips on his shirt, just like sort of, so it doesn't weigh him down too much. But there, there was, there was far too many matches where I couldn't even produce enough players to put on the bench. I was like putting forward like 14 and 15 players. And this is a squad that's got like an under 21 squad of about 75 players. And I couldn't even fill the match day roster. It was just. It was just a collection of utter scumbags, Tony. That's what it, it was. Really was it? it was. It was the worst. It was absolutely the worst. I, I now dislike the I team that I, I the lean towards. <laughs> and, yeah, I know. I've got a flipping Roma shirt, and I can't look at it. Like I open my wardrobe, and I'm like, no. I don't know if I want to speak to FM Custom Kits anymore because, like, he's a Roma fan. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like what it, the one good thing it has done is prepare us to hate Roma in real life when Mourinho inevitably ruins them um, and turns them into a thoroughly unlikable team. It was it was just so bad, man. I mean, like as you say, that January transfer because I remember texting you going like, oh, "I'm struggling a bit," like you know, and it's, I'm not really having as much fun as I thought I was. And then January kicked in and everyone went. So Spinazzola went, uh, Mancini went. Um, who else had gone? Uh, Perez, who was the backup right back, had gone, and then Karsdorp went. It's like my, my defense was going. I mean, also shout out by the way to the collect. And I'm I'm used to having collections of bad goalkeepers, but shout out to the biggest collection of terrible goalkeepers any <laughs> oh football team God, has yeah. ever seen. Like yeah, yeah, every yeah. single one of them was shitter than the last. Um, and the amount of the amount of goals I conceded with that came from errors. I was just like, oh, this is happening again. I just can't keep doing this. I don't think they were... I don't think they were bad. They were just so average that it, it was just like... It was almost pointless than being there. Yeah. It, it was. It's, it's, a, it's a very weird side because the, def- the defence is really good, especially central defence. You're like, mm-hmm. you're jam-packed. You've got some really, really good players in there. You've got enough wing-backs to cover the fact that your wing-backs will inevitably be out for about eight months of the season. Plus as well, shout out to, to Calafiori, who's like sat there in the reserves, who is an absolute diamond, by the way. Like anyone who's, who's not like, look for him when you load up a new game. Now get yourself a left wing back. He, you are sorted for the next 10, 15 years easily. He is amazing. But yeah, 
it's just a collection. As you say, it's a collection of of, of good players who can't play together. Yeah, it was just it, it, so like your defense, you were you you were okay with, but then it was just you didn't really have a a defensive midfielder as such. Like you had Diawara, but he's more of a playmaker. You had Cristiante, who's not a very physical player. You obviously then had like some quality with Mazzalas or attacking uh, like midfielders. Wide wide players again, fine, but you had like one striker, like which was Ed and Jacko, who just can't play more than one game. It was just I had two strikers who can't play more than one game because in the January transfer window, I decided to start spending some money. I thought, right, I'm losing players left, right, and centre, so I'm going to replace players with experience because we've had success with experienced players in the past, haven't we, Tony, and your drafting? So I brought in, after losing Carsdorp, I brought in Ashley Young from Inter. Thought, there's a wing-back covered, because I've obviously lost Spinazzola as well. So I had Calafiori and I had Ashley Young. Uh, up front, I brought in Olivier Giroud, because I thought, you know, Jekyll couldn't do it on his own and wasn't doing it on his own, and Giroud didn't really help matters to be honest and the icing on the I brought Gagliardini in from from Inter and I remember texting you which was the the icing on the cake I was saying I'm not bringing Nemanja Matic in and then about an hour later I was like I've I've signed Nemanja Matic on loan as well and yeah I think you can all you can all predict how my season ended well tony the most important thing isn't how your season ended it's how everyone else's ended because unsurprisingly you finished rock bottom of this tournament um, um but i must admit there was there wasn't many people that did finish this challenge there was only six there was only six the the biggest news is that squirrel master did not win this he is finally been beaten as champion uh, C, the streak is over. Yeah, see uh, what I, I don't know if it's see whaty or see what. Yes, yeso. I'm not too sure how to pronounce it, but see uh, what yeso. I'm going to go with. Pretty much dominated the league. Think lost only two games, won the league, won everything they could. So I'm assuming that they weren't playing in Rome and they were playing in the Vatican City because apparently there were some miracles going on on that. But we have got a new champion of our, our challenge. So congratulations uh, to, to see Wattie taking that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but as is the case with champions, when you're on top of the mountain, it isn't, there isn't much time to celebrate because you have a new challenge around the corner and you and you and a few others have devised arguably the worst challenge I've ever seen on paper <laughs> for season six. So why don't you tell the listeners what season six is? Yeah, black smoke is billowing. There is a new champ announced and there is a new uh, challenge on the horizon. So season six, we've been, we've been in beautiful Rome. Roma wasn't built in a day. We have basically gone to the exact opposite of, of Rome. Um, we have created a, t- a ch- we've created a challenge, another break in the wall. Nice. That's what season six is called. So for the last 12 years, I've basically found myself spending most of August in Edinburgh as part of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Obviously, 
in current times, that's not possible. So um, we thought maybe, maybe what's what's the best way to get back to Scotland for uh, for for the month of August? We didn't want to do any of the the, the old firm clubs, of course, because that would be too. Uh, that's too much of an issue to be honest we, we, we're steering clear of that <laughs> yeah. Edinburgh clubs could have done that we, it's not really got enough of a story for us to tell um, a story has has actually come to us though because Brecon City are the worst team in Scottish Football League um, they've finished bottom for the last two years they were um, they should have been relegated last year but were held were actually remained in League 2 because of Covid um, which meant that teams from the Highland Division couldn't get promoted so all the teams in the Highland Division hate Brecon quite quite, uh, quite frankly and um, so what we decided to do is we've said right all you've got to do is not be the worst team in the Scottish Football League easy they're predicted 10th again uh, well you say easy I mean you know, I'm sure. I'm sure I can get sacked by uh, by Christmas in this one. Um, so restrictions, because of course we do like a little restriction on the uh, on the challenge. We've said, of course, you've you've fallen out with all of the the, the lower league teams. So we've loaded in Moz's database, the Highland League database, so that you can have the players visible that are not going to sign for you. You're not allowed to sign any players from below Scottish League Two. Um, you also can't have any affiliates as well, of course, to try and get players from the top league to come down. Um, I have put um, the Northern Irish League and the Welsh League and English uh, Vanarama North and South in there as well. So you do have some players to pick from. Um, but basically, it's just straightforward. Get breaking off the bottom, essentially, and, and, and see how far you can go. I believe, from the people who've already started playing it, there's a first-team squad of 12 players, and that includes promoting players from the youth system. So I, I, I must admit, I jokingly was saying immediately that I will absolutely not be playing this challenge. But I might, I might, I don't know. Cause like, you won't. <laughs> but no, because if you think about this, the, the only challenge, or the, the challenge that I've liked was when I kind of half did the A-League one, but with a worse team, um, mm. and then Wickham. So I do like taking yeah. teams from the bottom to the top. So may- maybe, maybe, maybe this is the one. I w- I, it would be interesting to see it, to, t- to see... Um... I don't know, you've you kind of slightly ditched it a little bit, but it would be interesting to see a strikerless version no. formation at, at Brecon. Like that would... <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm shouting out for you, Dave Gudger, who's insisting yeah, on being a strikerless was, all the time. I was right? going to say, so. Dave's got that covered. Um, and, <laughs> you know, all power to him. I'm not... I would not be playing strikerless. I'd be I'd be playing direct football. Yeah. 4 4 wing play. <laughs> I, I'm, it probably wouldn't even be like 4 4 I don't know. We'd have to see. We'd have to see. But yeah, maybe I'll give it a go. It's going to be an interesting one for, for, for season six. Um, obviously throughout uh, the month of August. It's our anniversary month. So you never know. A miracle might happen from somewhere. Um, the miracle being me actually playing a challenge. But Tony, what I have been doing this week is playing football manager, mm-hmm. but not in the way that we currently know it. So why don't we take a little trip over to the fantasy world of the Republic of Cuspire? So, the mad scientist, FM, mm-hmm. the creator of the 
tremendous 2001-2002 retro database that's been working on a little bit of something, which is a fantasy database um, that is based around a fictional world and league and nation, um, which is the the Republic of Caspia. I believe it is. Uh, hopefully the pronunciation is correct. So there's a whole backstory to this. And there's a wonderful video they put out. I believe it was Nerdphonic that did a, a lovely narration uh, over the top of it. Do you know what it reminded me of? You know, when you're watching like a really, well, you don't know. You know I, you know I love a historical um documentary i like a historical documentary yeah but you know you, you know that it's like my netflix is, is all the way yeah but you know when you're watching like a greek a greek documentary and there's always that like really well-spoken like like really good narrator over the top yeah. of it like killed it nerdphonic nailed it whereas me and you would butcher it with our well, there's a reason nerdphonic did the matt jansen autobiography and we didn't you know what i mean like so yeah, because we would be like, all right, mate, you want to play some football, mate? <laughs> yeah. Um, cause that's, is really how we actually talk. Um, so yeah, so anyway, it's, it's, it's a fantasy database based around a place in Italy. So it's a true story about this place called Caspia way back when in, I believe, the 15th, 15th century, I believe. The, there was a, an admin, admin situation which basically made them their own republic. Um, and they ended up getting really rich because they didn't have to follow the laws that were in place uh, at the end, the the rest of Italy. And it was centered around tobacco. So they were growing and selling tobacco because it's what the area was producing. So they got quite rich and stuff. And then eventually history went on and then they got absorbed back into being Italy. But it was an interesting little backstory that Mad Scientist ran with and was like, well, what if the Republic of Caspia stayed what it was um, and then he's transported us into this universe so not only do you have a new nationality a new language you have a new divisions but he's also changed and this is the bit that I really liked as I was watching his live stream but he's also changed the leagues around the world so Italy France Germany Spain England I think Scotland maybe so he's he's had like a really 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 good fun with this so he's added thousands of new players of mm-hmm. this new Caspian nationality. I believe he's taken over Andorra. I think that's the that's the, <laughs> the country that he's taking over because he has to replace it within the database. So you've got three divisions of just brand new players that you do not know who they are and you're just basically going on the rating. So you've got Syria A, Syria B, Syria C. And then uh, the, the, I think the real thing here is... So if you go, they've got a website that we'll probably put in the link, uh, put the link in the description. And if you go to the website, not only is there a little breakdown of every city and region to give you context, they have their own <laughs> unique weather systems. I love this. I love this. There's a reason he's called the, he's not, there's a reason he's not called the average scientist, isn't there? You know what I mean? Like- exactly. Exactly. And then he breaks down all the teams that are in like these, these different regions, the, the population of the cities that they're from. There, so there's like a like a like almost like a, a Nordic area. So kind of like you know, like Skyrim. Yeah, it's <laughs> the best way I could describe it. You know, like the Nords in Skyrim, and it's all like cold and snowy. There's a whole section of that, and then there's like ones that's in the mountains. There's one by like lakes. There's one that's sort of like in like farmland and forest land. It's unbelievable. It sounds like Football Manager meets the Lonely Planet. It's it's a little bit like yeah I guess there's a bit of everything in it. So if you go on the website and, it, and then you you you, you breaks down each team and and I've really and he did he did say this all credit to him um, on the stream but he, 
every team has a kit uh, and a logo that has been designed by a friend of the podcast, FM Custom Kits, who has absolutely killed it. Yeah. Every single kit is amazing. So there's just so many, like the the logos and the badges are just so, have so much character. And they like, do, yeah. you just get a real like idea of what the, the club is from their badge. The kits are beautiful. Mm-hmm. A little touch that I really loved, every, every kit sponsor is an Italian company. Beautiful, beautiful. I mean, like, like Loretta, like FM Custom Kits is just, he's the guy when it comes to this sort of stuff anyway. Like his work is outstanding and fantasy kits are his thing. And yeah, I've seen a few of them and it, it has made me sort of be like, ooh, have I got time to, to load this up? Because it looks, it looks like really good. For, it looks like, it looks like the sort of, when you get like 20 years, 30 years into a game and everyone's new gens anyway. Like, if it, and I'm like, oh, I could do that already. Oh, that's quite fun. Yeah. So that's, that's the reason why it, it got me. Um, so I started with, uh, Castello Clannard, I think it is. So they, they, they're, they're right down in Serie C. They look a bit like Torino kits wise and stuff like that. But the, the team I nearly went was Caspia Squally who are in the Serie B, whose kits are absolutely incredible, including their away kit that has a shark on it. Their logo's a shark, like, jaws. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. There is so much depth into it and, and so much love and attention. There's even, they've even put in, you know, the, the media sources you get in the game. Yeah. They've created fictional, fictional newspapers and podcasts amazing. that exist in this world. And it's just, oh, man, like... You know, it's not like... like Aspire Gazette and... Like, yeah, it's someone just hasn't just, you know, slapped a, a sticker on top of it and gone, oh, you know, and hid it. So, it, again, like, I've only I've only just got started with it. I don't know how much I'm going to play it. But, it, I really think it is the perfect mid-cycle new start to a game because, like you said, it's that... It's almost like you're already in, like, 2035 or 2040 and you don't really know any of the players and you're getting a bit familiar with. Uh, my other recommendation as well, what I've done is um, I've used Chill Moose's face packs for the players. Oh, yeah. And it just, oh, it just pops. It just looks aesthetically beautiful. And and the, the database and the, and, the, and the gameplay so far is really balanced. It feels, you know, it feels a nice weight on it. I, it's it's hard, kind of hard to, hard to word. Like, you know, sometimes like with, with, you know, databases when you go down the league is the balancing can go a bit off. Like this is spot on. I'd say it feels like the Bundesliga structure with like Liga Three is Serie C. Like that's how it feels, like the level, and then and then so forth and, and so on. But yeah, it's, it's it'll be interesting well, to play, and I, I presume I presume it'll, it'll be sort of when you get to the to the top level, it'll be interesting to play with teams who maybe aren't OP. Because obviously, with playing with like the standard database, we all know that there's teams who are massively overrated and overpowered. Like it would be, it would be really interesting to see how that transfers with this database, and I imagine that's going to be a lot more fun as well. And and just taking it and and getting that nice. And of course, of, of course, as well, it's like it's it's a building the nation safe because you've got a yeah. national team. You can manage a national team that have its own. It has its own flag. It has its own kit. So it's there's so much depth potentially in this save you know i mentioned chilled moose before um, mm. and she did she'd done a, a fantasy database as well and uh, this is the closest thing i can think to to something like this it's just an unbelievably impressive 
piece of uh, piece of content, art, work, whatever, whatever you want to call it. And we just wanted to shout out about it because, again, and like we must admit as well, this is something that me and you really don't have much interest in. We're, we're pretty out of the box FM players and just happy to go with the base game and realism, right? So mm, yeah, absolutely. But as I say, like you look, and it, you know, I've not even as I said, I've not downloaded it yet. But I, you, I think you've probably sold me on it. So goodbye, any spare time I may have had. Um, but yeah, I, I've, I've looked at it and it's just, yeah, it's stunning. Do you know what? Absolutely stunning. It might, it might be a future challenge. That might be, might be yeah. a good way of getting us, get introducing us into it. You never know. You never know. Um, right, Tony. Well, from one fantasy world to a dreamland, because we're going to catch up about your journey with Peterborough United. And your last dance. Yeah, so I think we left. Our last discussion was we were second, I think, or it was second, like behind uh, Burton. I think with it, like maybe on one point or two points difference or something. Um, then, of course, we had to play Burton that that start of that stream. Burton, who've beaten us every single time they've played us. So, of course, this is the moment when we're thinking we're going to bottle it. And we know that if we don't get promoted, then we're going to have to resign and walk and, and take a new club. So load the stream up. We hammer Burton 3 0. So I'm like, alright, okay. That's a good start. That's a really good start. We then beat Millwall in the in the Papa John's. Then we beat Norwich in the uh in the quarterfinals. So we're sort of like building a bit. We then do what we're expected to do, which of course is get a bit of momentum, and then we lose three two games, and then we draw two games. So we don't go we lose like we basically don't win in four, and I'm like, Oh, it started so well. It started so well, we know what's gonna happen here. Then we get to play Wolves in the Papa John semi-final. And I'm like, so God, I don't want to play my first team because I don't really, like the Papa John's isn't really what we're about. We need to get promoted. We basically beat Wolves on penalties. Nil-nil over 90 minutes over extra time. We beat Wolves on penalties. I haven't trained penalties. We've just somehow fluked a penalty shoot oh, against Wolves. You had to get that in, did you? You know what I mean? You just had to put it in. And so we end up in the finals. This is now three years in a row. We've been in the final of the Papa John's Trophy. So, of course, as you know, first season we won it. Second season we lost it. We're now in the third season. Um, third season and in the final, we played Arsenal under 23s. Drew one all. After 90 minutes, after extra time, beat Arsenal under 23s on penalties. <laughs> we, we won the Papa John's, so that's two trophies for Papa John's in three years. The form in the league was picking up. Like We beat Doncaster, who sort of overtook Burton, so they were our main rivals for the, for the title. We beat them 3-0 in their own backyard. We hammered Salford. We smashed Swindon. Uh, a little bumpy road against Blackpool, which was kind of like going, oh, the wheel's going to come off. Then we had the Arsenal game. We lost to Wickham straight after the Arsenal match, which brought us back down to earth. And I was like, oh, this is like... You're talking smack. Yeah. And you know what? Like They just they just did us one. Like They played pretty much the same formation we played. No, I'm, I'm, I've, just, I've literally pulled up our fixtures. Nobody has played with five at the back against us all season, bar Wickham. And that was the, that was the first time I was like, 
oh shit, like we obviously didn't know what to do. Uh, Wickham beat us 1 0. And then we had to sort of like go, right, we have four games to go. Please don't let us throw this away. Um, we had a couple of big results and then we we're relying on Doncaster dropping points. And with uh, two games to go, Doncaster played Burton Albion. And you know how I like a bit of narrative and a bit of story, right? Mm-hmm. Burton Albion smashed Doncaster, which meant that we were promoted <laughs> without even kicking a ball, right? Okay, with two games to go. Um, and then we rolled up to Plymouth Argyle. Oh, your hang old on. boys, right? Your old boys, okay. Um, we rolled up to Plymouth Argyle, two games to go. Um, we just needed one point from our remaining two games to be declared champions and George Dobson who we signed from Stoke but had Sunderland of course and bear in mind the recruitment was based on trying to get players like Dobson who had high work rate high leadership qualities high fitness we bought him in in January we paid so much money and wages for him and friendly ghost who's been in the chat like who recommended Mickey Van Sass who did superb as a goalkeeper who was going, you're going to bankrupt the club buying Dobson. Don't buy Dobson. It's not yeah. the right move. Dobson smashes the winner in from 25 yards and gives us the league title. Well done, mate. There you go. did it. Look at that. You, not only did he do it, you, were, you, you did the double. Did the double, mate. Did the double. We've got, we've got the, um, the stream starts on, on the stream will start. Of course, this has already gone out now, but. Uh, Sunday's stream starts with with a, a championship party at home to Rotherham. We we saved the last home game of the season to to go right. Let's get back in on the Sunday night. We'll all have a bit of a we'll br- bring a bag of cans and we'll celebrate and we'll um, we'll basically plot our next move because of course we were talking that this is the last dance. Like what happens now? So we obviously have to to work out. Do we look at the team going forward? You know, have we got enough quality in there to to give the championship a go? I mean. I said just before we were started, I was going to try and pull up some some of the numbers. Like um, Ricky J. Jones, forty-one goals this season. Louis Barry, twenty-seven goals. Dyer uh, Mebejui, I've just been calling him Dyer. Uh, he, he plays at Man City. We've had him seventeen goals, so he's probably good enough to be Championship level. We reckon. Um, of course, Louis and RJJ are going to go back because we've had them on loan for too long. Reese Devine, seventeen assists. Uh, we won the league with 85 points. We won the league by nine points. Um, defensively, we've got a couple of players who look like they could be championship quality. Midfield, we look like we might have a players who might be championship quality, but the question is going to be is, is that goal scoring threat? Like, where do we find 60 goals? So here's my question then, because I, I understand that, you know, it's been a slog and it's, 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 it's taken a while to get up there and you've, you've, done it with your own team you've made you know cult heroes out of certain players and stuff but like are you are you now thinking maybe like well mission accomplished here maybe we move on to something better and if you move on to something better what do you class as better is it another championship team with a bit of money or is it abroad or this is the thing so so reading interviewed us yeah, I remember you saying, yeah, yeah. And uh, and, I, and again, I was like, well, you know, it is, it is technically a step up because I'm trying to play the game as realistic as we possibly would. So there are going to be championship jobs available. Like Forest looks like it's going to be available, which is a step up. Um, Newcastle have been relegated. So 
maybe if we're talking like a really big step up, Leeds have been relegated, Blackburn jobs looking like it's going to become available. So there are some jobs in the championship which will be a step up. Um, there are jobs in Scotland and there are also jobs like out of Europe as well. So, you know, Spanish League Two and we're thinking about maybe Lord and France up or, or Holland. Um, the, the thing is like my stock is as high as it's been in the game. Like, you know, I've just come off the back of winning a double. So if I was to move, I'm slightly more of an attractive uh, appointment to, to other clubs, you know, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna walk out. But if an opportunity comes, I think we'd be foolish not to consider it. Yeah. yeah, I would like like to have a, I would like to have a crack at the championship with, with, uh, with Peterborough. But as you say, it's been five years. We've got to this point, like how the the championship is going to be a slog with a good team. Like how much of a slog is it going to be with people where we need to be like going through everything? We've been through nine goalkeepers to get to this point. Like we're talking about, we've got a 21 year old striker and that's it. <laughs> like, As someone who attempted to get out of the championship with Blackburn, it is a slog. It's, it's difficult. Yeah. It's just, it's just when them teams are yo-yoing up and down from the premier league, it's, it's really difficult. Like it's really difficult and it's, you kind of need to, you need a bit of momentum. Yeah. And I think, I think we've got momentum in terms of performances to get us up there. And, and again, you know, the, the board have been good. They've given us money. We've got about seven million pounds to spend plus whatever we can raise. So I think you get going up as, you're going up as champions as well. You, you know, yeah. you're not, it's, it's slightly different if you had to come through the playoffs or something like that. So yeah. Mm. I mean, there's, there's a possibility. Like, I mean, you know, we'll, 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 we'll play as if we're staying. That would be, that would be prudent to, to start getting some transfer targets identified early doors. But I can't say if someone comes and says, do you want to come have a chat about this job? And it looks like a better prospect for the future. Then I can't say that I would turn that down. Like I, I, would, I would be stupid to do that. I think, you know, as, as, as the game develops, you know, and the story develops, then we need to consider other options and, you know, is six, seven, eight years of Peterborough um, as entertaining as one year in Tenerife? You know, <laughs> like, all right, hey, lads on tour. Like, what happens at that point? You know, um, the question always at that point is, what happens if it if it goes wrong? What level do I come back to? Like, do I come back as a Championship manager, or do I come back as a League One manager, or do I have to go to Scottish Championship or or whatever? So, but you know, what? let's not think about that. Let's enjoy the success we've got. Let's plan as if we are staying and then if something else comes up let's have those conversations and, and see where we go from there I've not bought a Peterborough shirt yet so I don't think the sack is inevitable <laughs> that's the trick isn't it you know you didn't you didn't buy the shirt therefore you didn't get punished well congratulations Tony I'm proud of you you did it and you Thanks, did it mate. you did it on your own and you did it your way which is always the hard way uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it's absolutely the hard way <laughs> if uh, if people would like to check out your twitch stream where can they find you also while you're at it why don't you just tell everyone where they can find you in general on the internet yeah so the twitch uh, saves us our Wednesday evenings and Sunday evenings nine o'clock uh, till around about 11 o'clock, half 11-ish. Uh, that's twitch.tv forward slash Tony Jameson FM. Also, we do some sports broadcasting. Um, we do the Monday Night Football show, which is myself and a fellow comedian, Danny Deegan, on Monday nights, of course, 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock uh, on the same channel. And on Friday night is Friday Night Fantasy Football Show, myself and Cy Maggio dissecting um, 
your fantasy teams if you if you have one submit one into us and we'll, we'll do that um also we are building a league so in our discord which i'm sure you'll, you'll plug in a second matt uh we have a fantasy football league set up as well which you can come and take part in and um and i'm quite proud to say that my second week fantasy football team looks a hell of a lot better than my first week and i've actually been left to my own devices to change that so yeah very happy uh, and of course the usual place of course you can find me is on twitter which is at tony jameson so matt what about yourself? Where can people find you and where do you normally hang out during the month? I usually hang out editing and uploading things to our Patreon, yeah. which is patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy. I made that sound like Tony makes me do all this stuff and it's not by my own choice. Um, yes, we, we do have a Patreon. It is patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy. It's free pound a month. And what you get for that is you get a bonus episode every month. You get access to this episode every week, ad-free, usually a little bit early as well. It usually comes out on the Monday night. So if you if you are working on the Monday night or need, need a little something to listen to before you go to sleep, then it will be there on Patreon. You also get access to a private Discord challenge. Uh, challenge? A private Discord channel. That's the word. My brain's melting in this heat. You basically can come and get involved with all of that we are planning some stuff in a minute as well in that patreon channel hopefully going to do a live stream next week um, or the week after involving data and an x x y data plotting so there is lots and lots of stuff to come and get involved with so if you want to get involved make sure you head over to patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy we said last week that this month we're going to be shining uh, a focus on the wonderful charity that is War Child UK. They aim to protect, educate and stand up for the rights of children caught up in war. And in a lovely, lovely coincidence, I don't know if you noticed this, but Zealand was streaming the other day and mm-hmm. raised some money for War Child. Yeah, I think uh, Clates has done the same actually as well. So there's a couple of them oh, are, brilliant. guys are starting to, to do the same thing. So it is fantastic. It's, it, and as, as you say, you know, it's an amazing challenge. Football manager have been supporting mm. the challenge, the challenge, uh, yeah, the course for years. Um, so yeah, they do some amazing work and, and yeah, like obviously shout out to Zealand and Clates who of course helped raise a, raise a stack of money, uh, on stream for that as well. Um, can I quickly plug a, a little thing as well at this point? Matt? Of course right? you can, yeah. mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, so talk about raising money. Um, I'm actually doing a, um, a, a charity event myself at the end of August, which is August the 29th is the bank holiday weekend. Um, again, I've been plugging it on, on my stream as well. Um, we're doing, we're raising some money for the York special care baby unit because some of you may or may not know, but, uh, my youngest son was born premature. So he was a seven week premature baby. Um, and we're raising money to basically try and, and raise some money for the, for the, for the, for the premature baby unit. So we are as part of our gym trying to lift a million kilos in 12 hours. So that, is gonna be fun, I think. Um, yeah, <laughs> we've got a, uh, we've got, there's a just giving link, uh, that I've got on my Twitter. And, and of course, anything that we raise throughout Twitch, uh, throughout July and August, like subs and, and bits and stuff. Um, uh, I've said I'm not taking a single penny of that. So that's going straight into, um, straight into the just giving. So, um, so yes, yeah, so anything you, you can spare or, or even just raise awareness and retweet would be greatly appreciated for that. Awesome stuff. Um, all the relevant links to that will also be in the podcast description 
as well. Right, well, that's everything that we've got for you this week. Next week is our actual anniversary episode. Wow. So I imagine we're going to be... I know, it's been one whole year. And I imagine what a year. Retro- <laughs> yes. We're going to get retrospective and look back on, on the journey that we've been on. We're also, the following week, we've got a very special guest lined up for our weekly podcast. Ooh, the mystery and the intrigue to keep you coming back for more. Um, and hopefully that is enough to entice you to come back. So thank you very much for taking time out of your week to listen to this podcast. And we will see you next week on Football Manager Therapy. <laughs>